Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on March 11th, 2022 from South Carolina Public Radio Studios here in Columbia. Just so you know, some of the information in this podcast may have changed by the time you've heard it. This episode features an overview of the omnibus spending bill Congress just passed and what's coming to South Carolina from it. Senator Tim Scott's anti-lynching bill is heading to the president's desk for his signature, and we have much more. We also look at statehouse activity, including the Senate's tax cut and rebate plan and the transgender student-athlete bill. In business, we have some shocking inflation and gas data for you, which I know you don't need me to tell you about, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. We don't have a medical section because there's a lot in this episode, and be warned, I'm going to be doing a lot of talking. We have one 30-second clip in the podcast. Let us know if you find it. Gotta listen. Gotta keep listening. And as always, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories, especially as we're talking about gas being above $4 a gallon. About to break our record high. We want to know how it's affecting you and this 40-year-plus record-breaking inflation. How's it affecting you? It's costing us all more to do things that we love to do. We also need to inflate the hopper, okay? So that's how you do that. We talk about inflation inflate the hopper. And the way you can do that is free, actually. That, that cost has not gone up. We've been holding those costs down for you. And you can do that by calling 803-563-7169. Like always, leave your name, where you're calling from, and just talk to us about life in these inflated times, right? Pumping it up. Again, we love hearing from you all, so give us a shout. 803-563-7169. Now for the latest in South Carolina. Currently, the spread of COVID-19 is low, according to county-level data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. There have been 17,372 total deaths, and currently there are 1,465,127 total cases being reported in all 46 counties as of March 11th at 4 p.m. Our current percent positive is 3.6%. There are 299 South Carolinians hospitalized with COVID-19, 62 are in intensive care, and 30 are on ventilators. Currently, 53.8% of eligible South Carolinians are fully vaccinated. On Thursday night, the U.S. Senate voted 68 to 31 to send the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending bill to the president's desk. No big deal that we're five months into the current fiscal year. No big deal. We love a continuing resolution. But the Wall Street Journal reports that the bill provides $730 billion in non-defense funding, which is a $46 billion increase over fiscal year 2021, and $782 billion in defense funding, which is an increase of about $42 billion. It also provides $13.6 billion in aid to Ukraine. The bill also renews the Violence Against Women's Act, which, according to NPR, lapsed four years ago when Republicans objected to Democrats' demands to include a provision that would have expanded existing gun laws to prohibit convicted abusers of possessing firearms, addressing what's commonly referred to as the boyfriend loophole. Now, funding for critical domestic violence programs never stopped flowing, But since Democrats have backed down from their push, the renewed measure will now expand existing resources to more victims in marginalized and rural communities, as well as college campuses. Now, this is just a a broad, broad overview of what's in this huge omnibus bill. And after missing for more than a decade, the spending bill has brought back earmarks. Yes, that allows for lawmakers to direct money back to their states and districts for local projects. 
That's right, baby. Pork is back. We got two people in our delegation that brought home some bacon. Congressman Jim Clyburn was the only South Carolina House member to vote for the bill, which includes $373 million for the state, and of that, nearly $155 million is for his Midlands to Lowcountry district. There's funding for a new MUSC hospital in Kingstree, improvements at Joint Base Charleston, community colleges and HBCUs, water and sewer infrastructure, and more. Senator Lindsey Graham, who voted for the bill, also touted those earmarks and others he was able to secure for the state, including $15 million for Myrtle Beach to complete I-73 right-of-way acquisition, $121 million for the Marine Corps Air Station Beaufort for the construction of an aircraft facility that will provide support of the F-35 training squadron at the base. That's a huge investment for the base, which is home to the advanced fighter. So to recap, that's just a little bit of the $373 million in projects coming to the state. Now, remember what else we've got going on. Combine that with $1.7 billion in American Rescue Plan money that lawmakers are set to approve for broadband, roads, and rural infrastructure. And also, remember, all 46 counties are splitting $1 billion in ARPA money. And 17 of the state's biggest cities have received $190 million in ARPA dollars. Who could forget about the half a billion dollars from the Savannah Riverside Federal Settlement for projects in that region and the state? And I literally, when I was putting this, I almost forgot about the $6 billion from the bipartisan infrastructure bill that the state will get over the next five years. Most of that is for federal highways and bridges. So that's a lot of money. And then we're also talking about the House, which is set to debate its $14 billion budget on Monday, which is full of new funding and one-time dollars for a variety of things. Now, I'm not going to list all those projects and initiatives right now in the state budget. I'll save that for Tuesday's podcast. But the moral of this story is our state is overflowing with cash that will improve communities, boost salaries for cops, teachers, government workers, and others, close the broadband gap, provide billions of dollars for massive water, sewer, and transportation infrastructure upgrades, as well as educational improvements and tax cuts. It's a lot of stuff for a lot of people, but the roads, they will get better. I know everyone talks about the roads. Now, I just mentioned tax cuts, and we've talked about them on previous pods, but I want to update you on the latest one moving in the Senate. That's right. On Thursday, the Senate passed its $2 billion income tax cut and rebate bill. This bill zoomed through the Senate Finance Committee on Tuesday and was unanimously approved on the floor Thursday. It would cut the state's top income tax rate to 5.7% from 7%. It would also give a $100 to $700 rebate to every person who files an income tax return, regardless if they have any taxable income or pay any income tax. Now, the only way to get a rebate, if it does get approved by the House and governor, both of which support a tax cut plan without a rebate, is that a person would need to have filed taxes this year. So if you don't pay income tax or file, but maybe want to hedge your bets, make sure you file by April 18th. That's a little lead insider tip. So let's keep with the Statehouse and what happened this week. In the House, members on the Education Committee took nearly seven hours of testimony on their slate of five critical race theory-related bills, but they took no action on them. They're still just getting testimony. This was the third hearing that has lasted more than five hours on the bills. Speaking of the House Education Committee, a subcommittee held its first hearing on Greenville Republican Representative Ashley Trantham's Save Women's Sports Act, which would prevent transgender students from participating on sports teams that don't correspond to their assigned sex at birth. So a transgender female who was assigned male at birth wouldn't be able to play on the girls' soccer team, for example. Many who testified cited the unfair physical advantage trans women would possess compared to their cisgender teammates. 
You think, based on the brouhaha surrounding these bills being pushed by conservative groups around the country, that this is a big, prevalent issue. Well, not so much. In fact, the South Carolina High School League implemented an application process for such situations back in 2016. Since then, only four students have gone through the application process, and only two were granted waivers. Two over six years. Now, even some Republicans, along with Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee, shot down this bill twice last year. We expect another hearing later this month. Let's stick with the House Judiciary Committee for a minute. Earlier this week, the committee voted along party lines to send the Medical Ethics and Diversity Act, H4776, to the House floor for debate. Now, doctors can already opt out of performing procedures that they object to on moral grounds, such as abortion, but this bill would expand it to medical students as well. The bill also includes broad definitions for words like discrimination and would give providers of the controversial conversion therapy process a way around any local bans on the practice in places like Columbia, where the city council outlawed the dangerous unproven therapy in 2021. Before we move on to some other things, I want to mention daylight saving time. Uh? Yes, everyone's favorite. This is your reminder that South Carolina and 17 other states support year-round daylight saving time. The governor in 2020 signed that bill into law, saying that if Congress were to allow such a change, South Carolina would follow it. Get ready to spring forward Sunday morning, folks. (laughs) Remember the lead will be gradually easing in to DST. But let's go back to Congress for a minute. Lawmakers this week passed the long-awaited anti-lynching bill, which Senator Tim Scott has been sponsoring for years. Here's his reaction to the bill being sent to the president's desk earlier this week during a hearing on combating the rise in hate crimes. Finally, after 200 times tried and they failed, this Congress in a bipartisan fashion, frankly, in a nonpartisan fashion, just putting Americans beyond politics, uh, passed the anti-lynching legislation that this Senate has passed three times in the last three years. Uh, It is good to see that it is on the way to the president's desk, and it sends a positive, powerful signal to those who have been the victim of lynching the importance of what's happening today and to their families as well. The soon-to-be law will make lynching a crime that can be prosecuted when a hate crime results in a death or injury. A conviction is punishable by up to 30 years in prison. Back in South Carolina, earlier this week, Governor Henry McMaster announced that he filed an appeal with the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals to review a federal district court's injunction of the fetal heartbeat bill. A panel of three judges upheld the district court's preliminary injunction decision in February, citing that the law is unconstitutional. The law outlaws abortions at as early as six weeks, when most women don't even know that they're pregnant. McMaster said in a statement, We've said we will take this case all the way to the United States Supreme Court, and that's exactly what we're going to do if we have to. There is no right more precious and more fragile than the right to life, and we will do everything in our power to protect it. Currently, abortions in the state are illegal after 20 weeks. And if you're listening to our podcast on Saturday, know that I'm back in Florence, covering former President Donald Trump's rally at the Florence Regional Airport. He's there supporting State Representative Russell Fry and former State Representative Katie Arrington in their primary bids to unseat Representatives Tom Rice and Nancy Mace, respectively. We'll have a full report for you in Tuesday's podcast. (laughs) I live to work on the weekends. Some people work for the weekends. I work on the weekends.
Welcome to the business section. More talking by me. On Tuesday, President Joe Biden announced the country is banning the import of Russian oil and gas, something that Democrats and Republicans, including many here in South Carolina, have been calling for, especially Congresswoman Nancy Mace, who introduced a bill to ban Russian oil imports on Monday. The United States joins Canada, the United Kingdom, and now Australia in banning the import of Russian oil. Democrats and Republicans heralded President Biden's move, with even 5th Congressional District Representative Ralph Norman tweeting, We are officially banning Russian oil. Thank you, POTUS. Now, that doesn't mean Republicans still aren't blaming Biden for the gas prices, saying it's due to his cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline and push for green energy policies away from fossil fuels. I think that has something to do with global warming. Now, the United States itself produces 11.6 million barrels of oil a day, and Politico reports that forecasters expect that figure to climb by another 1 million barrels by the end of the year. Chug a chug. On average, the country consumed about 19.7 million barrels a day, according to the Energy Information Administration back in 2021. So an additional 1 million barrels a day by the end of the year, that sounds like a good thing. But again, it's not a big rush by these domestic producers who are reaping major profits. They've cited several reasons why they aren't rushing to ramp up production, from supply chain and workforce issues to volatile market fears and the push to reward investors who have been moving away from this energy sector. AAA Carolinas reports that the average gallon of gas in our state is $4.08 a gallon. That's up 40 cents from last week alone. AAA found that 59% of drivers said they would make changes to their driving habits or lifestyle if the cost of gas rose to $4 per gallon. If gas were to reach $5 a gallon, which it has in the western part of the country, three-quarters of people said they would need to adjust their lifestyle to offset the spike at the pump. Such changes would include carpools and cutting back on shopping and dining out. If you're one of these people, let us know how you're going to change now that gas is over $4 a gallon in our state. Call us, 803-563-7169. Are you cutting back on shopping or dining out? Are you just driving with the windows down and the air conditioning on? Let us know. Now, all this has prompted lawmakers to introduce bills to suspend the gas tax in our state, including Democratic candidates like former Congressman Joe Cunningham and first congressional district challenger Dr. Annie Andrews. This is something Cunningham called for back in November when gas hit a seven-year high. Currently, our state gas tax is 26 cents a gallon, and it will increase by another two cents on July 1st. It's not my fault. Sorry, folks. We're actually just fully phasing in the 12-cent gas tax increase that lawmakers approved back in 2017 to fix the roads. All right. And real quick, guess what else is going up? Inflation. Yes, the cost of everything. That's what that is. From January to February, prices rose 0.8%, pushing the annual rate of inflation to 7.9%, a new 40-year record high. Very exciting. This monthly increase is higher than what we saw in January and December, where prices rose 0.6% each month, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. The big drivers of inflation were food and gas prices. So stop eating and stop driving. hear that noise? That's the sound of the wind down section, folks. That's right. It's our little time to wind down. Mm. Talk about life. It's our little time. Okay. It's a little, did I say it's our little time? It's our little time. Shh, it's our little time. Hey, guys. We talk no. in little voices because we're little people. <laughs> but we love to hear from you because I've been doing a lot of talking this episode. So I'm going to need you all to 
give me something to talk, something else to talk about. This is it for Gavin here. Okay? I'm gonna go mute for the wind down section. Mm-hmm. Et is gonna captain the ship and just steer us onward. It's gonna upward. be a wreck. It's gonna be a wreck, guys. Uh, we're also using uh, no gasoline in this section. Normally, the hopper, I <laughs> it's gasoline fuel. It's diesel fuel. Actually, fuel. it's I'm, very dirty. I'm surprised you can't hear it. It <laughs> sounds like a very <laughs> old. Uh, uh, lawnmower slash like leaf blower. Yes, it's it, horrible. Backpack leaf blower. You should see the emissions on this thing. <laughs> oh, it's wrecked. But you know, in, in a way to keep prices low, we're not charging you to call. I mean, you work for the state. You get you work with old equipment. Okay, and our hopper is very very old. Anyway, uh, Gavin, we do have a call. Oh, good. Yes, we do. <laughs> that we, we we don't have a completely <laughs> barren uh, <laughs> hopper. <laughs> Close that door, dude. God, all the exhaust. I can't. I breathe. truly love your 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 sound effect work these last few episodes, Gavin. The leaf. Uh, there it is. That's a new leaf being born. I love it. Now we got we got the hopper. We got so much going yeah, on. Yeah. Now we have a whole board of sound effects you just can hit anytime God. you need to. Yeah. Uh, get the appropriate sound. Just uh, it's just amazing the technology these uh. days, Gavin. Uh, anyway, are, are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yeah, because if we don't turn the, hop, the hopper off soon. We're, we're, both yeah, we're both passing out. Okay, here we go. Hi, Gavin. Hi, AT. This is Daniel from Somerville. I uh, have been busy uh, enjoying some audio books on the Libby app, uh, so I um, have not been keeping up with the lead as much uh, as I have uh, more regularly in the past, but got caught up uh, on those lead episodes that I'd missed uh, recently and wanted to uh, call in for the question from Amanda about uh, our state parks. My wife and I are uh, in the process of going to all 47 state parks to be uh, ultimate outsiders, and we certainly have some favorites from the dozen or so that we've been to so far. Uh, Biggest recommendations are Hunting Island State Park down in Beaufort. Uh, That's probably been our favorite so far, although unfortunately the lighthouse there is closed for renovations right now. Uh, Huntington Beach State Park up in Merle's Inlet is another excellent choice for the warmer weather. Uh, But two others that really stood out to us were Lansford Canal State Park. Uh, That one is great to visit in May when the spider lilies are in bloom, and those are um, the largest wild population of spider lilies left uh, out there in in the wild uh, there at that state park, which is um, a great thing to see. And uh, Caesars Head State Park in the upstate is great to visit in mid to late September at the peak of the fall raptor migration. You can see hundreds of migrating birds of prey uh, moving south uh, for the winter, and uh, it's a, a wonderful um, vista that you can look out over. It's one of the best places to catch that fall migration uh, in the um, in the eastern seaboard. So lots of great uh, state park things to do out there. I know that three new state parks are in the process of being created, and we're excited to check those out when they're done and uh, hope that uh, we might run into Amanda or other leaders out there uh, enjoying our wonderful state park system. Also want to give a shout out to my friend Robbie Robbins, who just won the Republican primary in the um, special election at Dorchester's uh, 97th State House District uh, yesterday. So um, thank you, Robbie, for all that you're doing for our community and hope that uh, you're on your way to the State House uh, to represent us soon. So thanks, everybody. Take care and we'll see you soon. Daniel, thank you, thank you, thank you for such great outdoor recommendations. He knew 
everything. That man, this man, Daniel State Parks. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, damn, Daniel, damn, <laughs> go off, King. <laughs> no, I mean, a great recommendation. Spider Lilies got me thinking about uh, the Sumter Iris Festival, which is mm-hmm. coming up in May, end of May. Like you're talking, great time for all things flowering and blooming. Ugh, just, I just love that love that we have these people that listen. That not even they don't just have great mm-hmm. wrecks for places to go but i mean he's giving you time of year and everything yes. and what to look for daniel i love that amanda i hope you take some of these and, and you call in mm-hmm. and uh call us from one of these places i don't yes. know yes if you if you had a beautiful vista call in put us on speakerphone talk very <laughs> loudly people are gonna love that outdoors yeah. make sure people could hear that you're yes. talking to a podcast and yes. you'll be the coolest person there and then they'll say of course they'll say what wonderful podcast are you talking to <laughs> I got on this speed is dial. lead. I only have three minutes to speak to them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, sh- stop! I went three minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Logan's run starts flickering. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Daniel made a good point, you know, about other leaders being out there, and you can identify yourselves as leaders mm. by getting yourself some free stickers from us. At I yeah. have a whole drawer of lead stickers that I'm dying to send out to folks. Send us a direct message on our social medias, and we will send you stickers that you can slap on your cars. You can put them on trees. Uh, you can put them all over these state I parks. Want you to, I want you to deface <laughs> you can pro- de- public property. It's cool. We're state government. You can put us on other state places. Just do it wherever. For the I record, mean, you can't do that. But just, you know, you know if there's no one there. <laughs> Does a tree make a sound if it's covered with a lead sticker in the forest, if no one's around to see it? I don't know. I don't we'll know. Find out. Hopefully, uh... Uh, future people find that uh, tree and they're like, what, what is, is this? this? What is this and artifact? then they go back because we're still there. <laughs> yeah. It's great. We'll still be doing it. Anyway, Kevin. We are like Redwoods. I just want to say mm. happy 311 day to oh, you. Oh, namaste. Nam- are you coming original, bud? <laughs> yes. Are you? Uh, what color is your energy? Is it amber? <laughs> You got them all lined up already. <laughs> I got it all going. Just, just lead me down this. I'm ready. Yes. I love this. Okay, Gavin. Uh, if you're tired, uh, I'll talk I'll talk about you for you today. Okay. okay thank you. Yes. I've been <laughs> uh, doing a lot of speaking and my <laughs> mouth is hurting. I would love to tell the leaders that uh, 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 this week I really purged my office. <laughs> oh, okay. And the impetus for me purging my office was you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Isn't other- my birthday with such kind words? <laughs> the other day you walked in and you were like, you got to you gotta get a lamp in here. And I was like, I don't, yeah. ha- I well, don't have a place They replaced your overhead lights and it is like it's like it's a tanning bed. Right. Yeah, it's it is high room. noon on the beach in there. And uh, Gavin's like, you. I go, I got no room for a lamp. And you go, uh, yeah, you do. Got Look at these, you, these boxes have been here forever. What do these do? You don't know what these do. And then he left. And I was sitting there and I was like, shoot. He started weighing on you. <laughs> I think he's right. And I was like, I was up in the middle of the night. It was 3 a.m. And I was Cold like, sweat. what am I doing? And I came in and I, I mean, I, when I say I, I took about 40 pounds of stuff out of my yeah. office and threw it out. Garbage bags upon garbage bags mm-hmm. of stuff. Spring cleaning, baby. It was a big old spring cleaning yeah. day. So uh, I, office looks great now, too. Don't you just feel lighter, too? I honestly, it feels empty and alone in there. Okay. okay. I was friends with all that garbage, I feel like. Okay. Now we're getting some hoarder <laughs> tendencies creeping think, in here. I think we really cut it off at the right mm-hmm. time where if I was in there for a day, 
stay longer. You'd be attached. Yeah, there, you, it would not happen. I would have. I sensed this. I, I have this ability to sense this in people, and that's why I spoke <laughs> up when I did. Yes, you you really just you give and give and give so much I that, that tree. you saved me for myself. There, I, I was probably about a week away from using like an open <laughs> oven to to warm it. You know, <laughs> why is there an easy bake oven in here? We have central air. It's so cold. It's so cold in here. Yeah, I mean, I do that in my office. You know, my office is complete opposite of yours, where it's dark, dingy, it's dark. <laughs> water dripping from the ceiling, stalactites and stalagmites all over. It's just like a nice, damp, humid <laughs> setting. It's better for your skin. But I've done that too. You know, you, you just start accumulating stuff, and then at some point, usually in the off season, I'm like, okay, I got to move all these papers into this filing cabinet, which is fine. But I never open that filing cabinet. <laughs> it's yeah. Like I've been, in, I've been doing more instead of printing things out and saving them in random folders that I never look at. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been saving PDFs of like articles and things that I read. And saving them into folders of different topics, you know, like sure. redistricting, Ukraine, like economy. Like I just put all those things in there and that way you can just pull it up if I have to do, you know, a show on a certain topic. I have all this right here instead of flipping through mounds of papers to find that one thing I printed out six months ago. Very smart. It's the two th- it's twenty twenty two. Another thing and I, I texted you immediately upon learning this earlier okay. this week is that a local pizza establishment mm-hmm, here mm-hmm, has mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that I think may be more offensive than the ranch pizza. I remember this text message. Yes, I mean, I was furious. You didn't respond when I, when I, and I will, I'll follow up with this, but tell them what happened. Tell them what I this is. I learned and immediately relayed to you <laughs> that uh, uh, one place in town, I'm not going to dox them, I'm not going to shame them, <laughs> but they have a hibachi pizza where the base is yum yum sauce oh, that and good. then it's covered with shrimp chicken and steak and vegetables <laughs> i think that is an affront to uh humankind to which i wrote back to you we're getting to the debasement of pizza here yes Getting into hot dog sandwich territory. It is a sandwich. The reality that you want. <laughs> I want, I think. No response. It, I think they are sandwiches. Hot dogs are sandwiches. I think that is a pizza. That's not a pizza. Oh, super. folks. Yum yum folks. sauce. Yum yum. Folks. 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 Yum yum sauce. <laughs> you. This is the reality that you cultivated and now you don't want it. Oh. <laughs> What do you? What about a hot dog? What about sliced up hot dog on pizza? Uh, I will say that uh, Caitlin's family, the Domino's, does that. They make the Domino's. <laughs> oh, what about the Pizza Hut? Um, the Caitlin's family, when they make homemade pizza, Sir Papa John, the Sir Papa John, <laughs> Sir Papa. Um, they cut up kielbasa and put it on huh. their pizza. And you know what? I kind of like it a lot. How how fa- is like Ver- Caitlin's whole family? No matter what, if mm. it's cut up, they are in centimeter by centimeter cubes. Now everything. What I'm saying here for the hot dog specifically is a long, <laughs> a long cut, not a short cut. Oh, you're saying a rolled up pizza? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like um, like just slice the hot dog vertically. <laughs> oh, down the middle. Yes. Have you seen nice and long slices of hot dog on my pizza? I follow some Instagrams that are like uh. Japanese cooking and stuff, mm-hmm. and they'll cut the Frag. hot dog so it looks like an octopus. Yes, I've seen that. Or they put the spaghetti in there too. They spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I that there. I don't buy hot dogs. Not good. I no joke. We had hot. Caitlin and I had hot dogs the other day, but we get the nice casing with the snappy okay. snap. Mm-hmm. And I like to char it black. I like to cook Jesus. it so it cracks open. The AGEs. <laughs> I mean, just colorectal cancer city right here. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, well, you know, God bless them. 
Anyway, he, he uh, that's the grossest food thing. That's 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 AT's wind down a little bit right there. So, uh, Gavin, how are you feeling? Are, do you feel good enough to say goodbye to these folks? I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> My voice still hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> well, if you can make it, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. If you can think of a grosser pizza, <laughs> just, call in. Yeah, if you're out there, just clap. Just clap. Just like Tinkerbell. <laughs> clap to get me better. <laughs> goodbye, yeah. folks. Yeah, let us know about food, about state parks, like Daniel did about spring cleaning. It's time to do it, folks, okay? The clocks are telling you. Yeah, it's it's about to be 311, on 311. Oh, <sighs> what better way to spend it than with y'all? And you can spend your days with us, too. Take us wherever you can. We're everywhere that podcasts exist. Tell a friend. Get a sticker. Like I said, reach out on our socials at SCLeadPod. That's Instagram and Twitter. Follow us. And just drop us a DM with your address, and we'll send you some stickers. Send them to you. You also got a call, 803-563-7169. Leave us an iTunes review as well. And stay up to date with the latest news on SCETV.org and SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And don't forget to support your local newspapers. For the South Carolina lead, I'm Gavin Jackson. Be well, South Carolina. How's the gas taste near you? Hmm? How's the gas taste in your town? Is that good? Is it sweeter than normal?